millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we've got some great compliance stories, and our first story of the day is from Kira's Mom 2022, Arrogant VP Gets Schooled. Years ago, I worked as the Director of Communications for an IT company. One of my jobs was to finalize assessment reports for companies we were bidding on. This one particular assessment was headed by our brand new VP. She simply did not understand the way people in Texas, where the prospective client was located, spoke. I, having lived in Texas for 20 years, and knowing the board members we were dealing with, changed some of the wording on the final report to make it more client-centric. By the way, we got the contract. When the VP found out, she had a hissy fit. She screamed at me that I should never again change anything she wrote. I said, fine. Well, several weeks went by, and a letter came across my desk addressed to a particular corporate president to set up an go-see appointment. The letter was from this VP, and the president's name was wrong. Needless to say, I let the letter go through exactly as written. For some reason, the VP didn't get the meeting. I overheard her saying something about it to a colleague, and sweetly said that maybe that was because she sent the letter to the wrong person. When she asked why I let it go through, I pointed out that I was not allowed to change her words. She actually conceded defeat, apologized for her previous outburst, and said that she would never second-guess me again. We're good friends to this day. In a situation like this where maybe you got upset at somebody and you requested they don't change your words at all and they flawlessly embarrassed your logic, from that point on would you want like as minimal contact as possible or do you think you would have the humility to be able to still become friends with somebody like that? I don't know, I feel like I might be too embarrassed by such a thing to even consider being friends. I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Priority. why don't you come down here and be the sound man? Happened at a small outdoor live music event. The budget was tiny, so the event had a bare-bones setup, consisting of a drum set, a couple amplifiers, and mics. And all that goes to a mixer board. I'm not a sound guy, so I don't know the terms. The soundman hired for the show looked more like a bodyguard or a bouncer at a club. A huge skinhead guy wearing all black and looking intimidating. As the show got underway, it was clear that the sound was terrible. Thanks to the soundman fiddling with the mixer, the sound swung back and forth between muddy and screeching feedback. He was probably attempting to improve things, but it wasn't working. Then, while one band was leaving and another starting to set up, unbearably loud feedback started happening. Everyone had to cover their ears till the soundman brought the volume down. A teenager shouted at the soundman, Hey, cut the highs, man, cut the highs! The big, intimidating soundman didn't like this one bit. Oi, you think you're so smart? Why don't you come down here and be the sound man? Wait, really? Are you serious? Said the teen. Yeah, come down here and be the sound man if you're so smart or shut your freaking mouth. The teen walked over to the mixer. The kid clearly knew what he was doing because he didn't hesitate with any of the knobs and levels. He then asked the band to do a quick sound check, going through all the levels of each mic, including the drums. Everything took maybe five minutes. 
When the band started their set, it was obvious to everyone that the sound was much better. Big intimidating sound man was red-faced. He didn't touch the mixer after that. I don't know if the sound man is like a friend or a relative of the band, or if this was like some nobody offered by whatever small venue it was. I'm assuming it was from the venue considering OP said they looked like a bodyguard or a bouncer. If they're gonna have live entertainment, they should hire somebody who knows what they're doing. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our final story of the day is from Serious Face, putting a smile from A to Z. At the start of COVID in the UK, where all good stories start, I had myself an easy job working in a casino. Once lockdown started, we were all put on furlough for six months. I finally had all that free time that I said I had needed to do all the things that I never had the time to do. Like many people, having time is not the same as having motivation and all I did in those six months was become very good at Call of Duty, drinking beer, and putting on weight. Once lockdown was lifted, we returned to work with many changes and most of them just made the job a drudge and I started to hate it. When we were told that we would be going into lockdown again, I had to make a choice for my own sanity and my waistline that I would leave this job and do something so I could be working. Sounds crazy now that I would choose work over free money for doing nothing, but that's what I did. There's also a story in this, but that's for another Reddit. The new job. I looked on Facebook. It was locked down and it was easy. See above, lacks motivation. I found recurring adverts for work with one of the world's largest online shops. We'll call them amazing not amazing and this was in the last mile part of the service as a delivery associate delivery driver the money was good and you would be driving a branded van all fuel paid easy job on the face of it in september i contact them and get called in to do a tox test while i'm here i get info on the situation i'm not actually working for amazing not amazing but i'm working for a delivery service partner dsp In fact, I'm not really working for them as I'm a self-employed contractor. In essence, I was to be paid 100 British pounds a day. And if we got good delivery numbers for a week, we would get a bonus at one of the three levels on all the days I worked. It's a standard thing with Amazing, Not Amazing, and the branded vans. Having heard some horror stories of how the non-branded drivers are treated and fleeced by the DSP that they work for, Amazing knows what's going on and don't care this seemed a good deal. No in-van training was given due to COVID, but I've driven big vans and trucks and all sorts, so not a problem for me. Scary to think though, they give no training and let people loose on the roads in these vans, and it's not changed much without the COVID restrictions. Amazing seemed not to worry about this. The work takes a bit of getting used to, and it's hard work to start with and in all weather conditions. The routes are all pre-caged, so you collect your parcels and you get a device that tells you where to go. Route times are 8 hours and the little amazing, not amazing, computer programs the route. You have 1 hour extra for retries. When you first start out, even after 9 hours, you'll have been behind. And some poor soul who finished their route early will come and rescue you, more on this later. If you go over the 9 hour mark, your DSP gets a fine from amazing, not amazing. By the time December rolls around, the DSP that I'm working for has taken on loads of extra drivers and more branded vans. Even taken on 20 non-branded vans with promises from amazing, not amazing, for continued work over the festive season and into the next year. 
not even half of the branded vans got used. I've become very efficient at looking at my route in the morning and changing it around. My 8-hour route can be completed in 4-5 to five hours, and in December we started work at 6am, so I was the one doing rescues or if everyone was up to date, I would be home by midday. It was really that easy, although them bonuses never seemed to kick in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Amazing, not amazing, never had a problem with it, and I was working weekends when they had a real problem getting people to work them days and too many people dropping shifts. Roll into January, and suddenly amazing, not amazing, tells my DSP we can't give you all that work we promised. So you're going to have to let a load of your drivers go. End of January, I get home, and my partner throws a pregnancy test at me and said, I'm not getting fat, I'm pregnant, then bursts into tears. Turns out she was five months pregnant. Neither of us are young, she just thought it was menopause. Not the ideal time with work laying off drivers, but I had laid good groundwork to being a good driver. Never sick, always working weekends and helping out when needed, even picking up dropped shifts. I had to drop a shift a week so the DSP could keep as many drivers as possible just in case Amazing actually gave them more work. I was fine with that, and the four-day week means more time with the baby mama, watching her belly grow with the baby, due in May. By the end of April, I'm doing five-day weeks again, and now COVID restrictions are loosening up a bit more, and the DSP I work for are training new drivers and getting them to go out a couple of times with experienced drivers to show them the ropes, and I get to be doing that a lot. It's a great skeeve as it's half routes, and even with someone that's slow, it's four hours max. I tell them I'm going to be off for a bit from mid-May, and I'll let them know when I'm coming back. I don't get holiday pay or paternity leave, but my bank balance is okay, and darn, I'm about to be a dad. I take off till early July. It's great being home with the baby and her mom. She's awesome, her mom is awesome, and life is good. But I've made the decision that I need to be doing something else, as this job has very limited prospects. I start on a course that'll take about a year and I can do it around working for Amazing. I go back to work, and it kind of runs the same as the year before, but I get to train new drivers, and again, as Christmas comes, the DSP takes on loads of new drivers and a load more vans as Amazing has promised them more work, even after the Christmas peak. I kid you not, they hired 10 non-branded vans, and I only ever saw two go out on routes. I say nothing and just crack on, head down, only working four days two of which are weekends, as I need to study and help out with the baby. 
Come January and all that work amazing as promised the DSP was no place to be seen and it was time to get rid of excess drivers. Again, I'm in a good position as I complete my routes and help when needed, also work Saturday and Sunday. I need a minimum of four days a week to cover my lavish lifestyle, pay my bills, support my family. I already spoke with the boss and told him this and was assured that because of my rank, top five driver, it was of little importance to me until this, and the DSP, I'd be fine. Here comes the malicious compliance. Sorry it took so long. Come February, I check the rota and I've only got three days, while other people get five days, and they don't do weekends, yet I do. Not one to be messed around, I contact the boss and explain my frustration at my lack of work, and tell them that going forward, I won't be working weekends unless I get four shifts. The following week, we're told that if you want more than three shifts a week, you need to work at least one weekend shift. Following week, I'm on three shifts again, and including Sunday and Saturday. The week runs Sunday to Saturday. I go in on Sunday, speak to the boss, and he says, nothing you can do about it now. I tell him you best get someone to cover that Saturday then, as I won't be doing it. Come Saturday, my phone gets lit up and I just ignore it. I put in my request for the next week, Monday to Wednesday, no weekends and three days only. Had a nice late sleep on Sunday, removed my DSP boss's number from my favorites so it couldn't get past my silent mode on my phone, and sure enough, I had about 10 missed calls and a few messages asking me to cover dropped routes. On Monday, I was back in my route, took 5 hours, and the rest of the week went like that. Come the weekend, I would get missed calls and messages as they were desperate for weekend drivers. Not much they could do, as I was only doing three days a week now, and not working weekends. Come March, and all of a sudden amazing, not amazing, tell the DSP that your drivers are finishing their routes too quick. Tell them to slow down. I get told this, and I'm like, hold on, we get paid the same money to do the same job, but you want us to do it slower? By this time, I've had enough, and I'm ready to quit anyway and I've got myself something else lined up that I'd been working on. So I went out on that day and bashed my route out in just over three and a half hours. Admittedly, my boss was not happy, but I no longer had any respect for him, so it didn't bother me. Next day, I'm 30 drops ahead and get the message that I need to slow down or I won't be on the rota next week. So... I zoom call my dad and we chat for an hour. I actually take a lunch break, the first one I had ever had as a delivery driver, managed to push it to seven hours, and still got berated in the team WhatsApp group. So I thought, sod this. I came in the next day with some textbooks and put my device in airplane mode. When I got 30 ahead, I stopped, did some reading, got myself 30 behind, chilled, even had a nap one time after the baby had a bad night. I did this for a few weeks. My days were longer, but I was getting my study done and my course was nearly done. I had set up an interview with a company that would give me a job, and obviously I did it over a Zoom call from the back of my delivery van. I overrun on my route that day by 15 minutes, which is a big no-no, but hey, I got the job, so I wasn't too bothered. I needed to continue working for four more weeks, but I was going to do it at a snail's pace, a snail with a limp. I maxed out my drive time every day, 
They stopped sending people to rescue me as I would just slow down even more. I went from the top rank to the lowest and still not caring about it. I jacked it in a week early as I no longer had the will or the need to do it. I will say this about that job. I met some great people and made some good friends. I experienced people from other countries and cultures and we had a laugh when it was good. But the staff turnover is unbelievable. And how that company treats people like expendable objects has really darkened my view of them. Now I'm sorry if I bored you with this, but it amused me at the time and I thought I'd share. I actually know people that have worked in this field for, I would say a little over a year now. And a lot of what OP described here actually hit home because just from talking to them I picked up on a lot of this stuff. Especially things like, you work an 8 hour shift, if you don't finish on time, you have people that come and rescue you that did finish early. And you know, the team WhatsApp group. But the difference is, the people I know that work in this field actually get paid not terribly. They have a consistent work schedule that have like set off days. They have mandatory breaks and lunches that they have to take. It's definitely, I would say, a grueling job because you're out in the heat, delivering packages and trying to be quick with it. But it's not as much as a nightmare as some places apparently are. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another compliance story that was absolutely crazy, check out that left video. Or if you missed my latest video and you want to check that out, click on the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.